This is Financial Detox, helping you retire with confidence. Featuring Jason Labrum, certified financial planner and founder of IDA Wealth, intelligence-driven advisors. For over 20 years, Jason has shown people how to steer clear of toxic advice, achieve financial peace of mind, and manage their wealth for maximum impact. Join Jason and co-host Alex Klingensmith as they simplify the complex, share industry secrets, and provide proven strategies designed to take you from financial insecurity to financial independence. This is Financial Detox. Hello and welcome to Financial Detox. I'm Jason Labram, your host. We have a special show for you. As usual, we have Alex Klingensmith in studio. Good morning, Alex. Morning. Uh, good to see you, buddy. And a uh, good buddy, a new buddy. I've been introduced to you here uh, recently, but I know you from somebody who I love uh, dearly, uh, and, and, dearly. Live, and live right next door to. So, um, Scott Heinla. 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 Man, that's a tricky one because you read it differently than you say it. But Scott Heinla is... Um, uh, a guy who's going to be on our show today. You're going to talk about insurance. We're going to have a financial detox show on insurance. And it's it's near and dear to us because we oftentimes see clients who have just been bombarded with insurance. They're friends. They, and it's always the, I had a friend who worked at Northwestern Mutual or something like that. And right. they loaded him up on all kinds of insurance. They have insurance for their kids' college. They have insurance for their retirement. They have insurance for their insurance. They have insurance for long-term care. They have long-term care. Insurance. They have all this stuff. But Scott, when I met you and started to learn about your business, I saw something different. You know, somebody who looks at this with a more critical eye and helps people find the right amount of insurance. And you help advisors um, get the right insurance in place for their clients. We're going to talk specifically about long-term care, but welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. Yeah, man. Absolutely. It's good to be here. It is. It's good to be here uh, amongst COVID. We are taking all the necessary precautions, Mr. Newsom. Don't worry. We have masks on. (laughs) We have sanitized the total environment, and we are rocking out a radio show. So We're all standing on the X, right? Six feet apart from each other. It's all good, Um, people. It is good. So anyway, welcome to the show. Um, You can give us a call at 877-707-8889. That's 877-707-8889. Check us out at financialdetox.com. Scott, you and Alex have insurance backgrounds. In fact, you guys were connecting prior to the show and Mm -hmm. talking about so many small world connections. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's let's just give us your pedigree. Tell us who you are, what you do, uh, a little bit more detail so our listeners can know who they're hearing from. Yeah, so this it's interesting because every time I tell a story, it's like, oh my gosh, I've been doing this this long, you know? I feel like a young buck (laughs) still, but uh, I know, it's true. Anywho, I started pretty much out of college and fell into the insurance side of this field 20 years ago now uh going on going on 20 years and never looked back um really our expertise is really in risk management solutions and partnering with financial advisors wealth managers and there's a lot of products that exist in the world today hundreds and hundreds of solutions right in the different iterations that we might represent whether it's annuity life insurance long-term care which is our core business so in that it's really our commitment and our value proposition to the advisor and in turn their customers to be an extension of the products that we need to represent and to your point um it's a delicate balance between proper planning alignment with an individual's goals and objectives and making sure that we're not giving them anything more than they they properly should yeah and there's a process that needs to be had to go through that right yeah. So it's really our commitment to kind of be an extension of the individuals that we represent. 
And, and you guys have a little bit of a niche in long-term care. You would say more so than other types of insurance. Is Absolutely. That right? okay. our, our expertise and really one of the fastest growing areas of our firm and, and product solutions would be in the area of long-term care insurance, but more specifically helping advisors and retirees plan properly for long-term care. Right. So it's more than just getting the insurance. It's actually having a plan, which we talk about on the show all the time, right? You can go make an investment and buy different investments that you think make sense at that time. But if it's not rooted or founded, if it's if it's not tied to a financial plan that has your whole picture, everything combined, it ends up, you end up changing your investment strategy. You end up getting emotionally off track when the headlines change or whatnot. So same Gosh, thing with yes. insurance, right? Scott, why Absolutely. is it that your company, why would you say that you guys have decided to focus on long-term care? Did that happen intentionally or, or is it an organic shift in the, in the market? So I'll cut to the end uh, first and say the individual's appetite, when I say individuals, it's pre-retirees and retirees, the boomer marketplace, their appetite for this concern is insatiable. The headwind that we've run into is that of the financial planner and the advisor that is working with the clients. Mm. There's a Lincoln Financial, who's a leader in the long-term care planning space, does surveys year in, year out. <clears throat> and they've recently published a study that says 60% of their client base, so let's just quantify that as boomers, right? Yep. 60% of boomers today are having conversations around the topic of long-term care planning to their friends and their family, but yet only 5% of financial advisors are approaching this topic of conversation with their with their clients. Or vice versa, the clients yeah. wow. aren't having the conversations with the person who's probably the most important to do something about it, which is the financial planner, right? Yeah, but that tells me that financial advisors are not educated enough about it. Um, exactly because right. if they were educated about it from somebody like you, or they worked with Producers Choice and somebody like you, they would be more educated. Therefore, they would be able to find a better solution or do the right thing for their clients. So what is long-term care, though? We talked about it at uh, pre-show, and you mentioned something about a 3% number that I'm like, I don't know that. So right. we'll talk about what is it? What is long-term care? What is it not? And we have a couple minutes to knock that in before we go uh, to our next segment. Okay, so proper education is critical as the first step in anybody entering into a long-term care planning situation, right? And this is the first thing we'll always say, and we continue to say and repeat and repeat and repeat. Having a long-term care plan at the end of the day does not mean you have to own a specific insurance policy. There's so much that goes into long-term yeah. care planning, the consequences, the financial situation and the, the, the circumstances that will occur if I need care, the dynamics of the family and the makeup, the type of care that people receive, where they receive care. All of this is conversation critical to a person making educated, informed decisions on what their long-term care plan is. So step one is we have to form a common denominator and form a basic level of knowledge on what you said. Yep. Number one, what is long-term care in this country? Yeah. It is not what most people associate long-term care with, which is being in a... Long-term care facility, nursing, nursing home. home. Yeah, Less than 3% of individuals need care or ever end up receiving care in home. 85 Less, plus slow percent. down. This is crazy. This is where you, you baffled me before the show. Three only th Less than 3% actually get long-term care in a nursing facility. That's right. Meaning 90% receive 97%. 85 plus, 85 plus percent receive long-term care and need care in the comfort of their own home and wow. simply need a range of services and supports, be it formal and informal, where regular insurance and Medicaid 
don't cover. Wow. That is the practical definition of what long-term care is in this country. So with that, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back and keep the conversation going. Thanks for tuning in. It's Financial Detox. Check us out at financialdetox.com. We're back, and it's Financial Detox. Jason Labram, your host in studio with Alex Klingensmith, as always, and also Mr. Scott Heinle, who is representing Producers Choice. Scott Heinle is a master Jedi of insurance, particularly long-term care, and he's helping us. He helps tons of advisors with their... Uh, clients and helping them plan for long-term care. So he's also uh, helping us today help you, our listeners, get a better understanding of what is long-term care. We just talked about what it is. We talked about in the last segment how only 3% of people use long-term care in an actual nursing home facility. And so a large percentage are using this in their home. And I know, you know, for me, you mentioned a statistic, Scott, about you know, so many advisors aren't addressing it. I think we under address this issue with our clients, right? We have something, how many clients do we have today, Alex? We're Almost a thousand. So a thousand clients. And I do not think we have addressed this enough with our clients. And I'm not saying that we should be selling more insurance to our clients. I'm not saying that. As If you listen to a lot of our shows, you know I'm all about the right amount of insurance, not too much. Mm-hmm. And also um, not being short on insurance, but this is uh, an area that I think we need to be better at for our clients. And so, uh, again, appreciate you being here. Let's talk about the different types of long-term care because, I mean, I've seen long-term care policies where I can put money in and if I don't use it, I get it all back. I've seen right. long-term care policies where I pay for years and years and years and years. And if I don't use it, I just lost all that money. Yep. There's a lot of different products and out there. We refer to that as the an old doesn't mean not not good. Or, good. Yeah. Absolutely. Traditional. So let me be clear on that. Traditional <laughs> long-term care, i.e. the old way of buying long-term care insurance. That's what we refer that to. But there's a new way of buying and acquiring long-term care insurance. Now, a couple points. One is any leverage of assets to help pay for care, certainly on a tax-free basis, which is what we're talking about, is better than no leverage. So there's kind of the first rule that we always like to project is that any leverage is better than no leverage, right? It's how do I approach the repositioning of either income in my retirement or my assets or the physical assets that I have to provide protection against, which is one of the largest risks that a retiree will face in their lifetime today. Right. Um, More so than dying early is that you're going to actually need care. It's longevity, and but yeah. what can explode implode on upon all those plans is if my me or my spouse are going to need some form of care in our life. Right. And so in that regard, it's proper education. What is it? What are the types of cares that I receive? What are the type of insurances or leverages that I can receive? And so there, it's really simple. There's only three ways that I can pay for care. One is I'm going to rely on the government, which is pretty much a moot point today, unless you're willing to either divest all of your assets outside of a home, car, and $2,000, right? Um, Not a great situation. Not a great situation. So pretty much all those loopholes have been closed yeah. you know, today, of repositioning assets yeah. and doing all that Give stuff. Give all your assets to your kids, and then you can qualify and get a bunch of government assistance. Listen, there's AKA, always that's, exceptions. AKA, that is also cheating and manipulating the system. Bingo. So. There's always Not exceptions to every rule, right? Yeah. But yeah. for the most part, those loopholes are gone. So you quickly you know, diffuse that. Yep. The next one in most individuals' um, knee-jerk reaction to planning for care is what? Self-fund, 
Right. Well, okay, if you're going to self-fund, there, is, and this is where the planning part of the conversation comes into play, hopefully with you as the advisor, of, okay, if we're going to self-fund, there is a conversation that needs to be had there. Right. Not just financial conversations, but also consequential conversation as it relates to the family dynamics. If I have three or four kids, right, and I've got one child living in Texas, one in New York, one here locally, well, by default, the one who's closest is going to be the one that I'm just kind of earmarking to provide for care. (laughs) Well, does that child actually know? Are they on board with this plan? Yeah, right. So it's little things like that that don't really have anything to do with dollars and cents. But as you get into the dollars and cents part, for every dollar I have in assets, how much leverage do I get in terms of care? At best, it's right. one for one. Right. But if my assets are in an IRA, it's which is fully taxable as income, it's 70 cents on the dollar, right? Not, yeah, not great. Right. So enlightening individuals today as it relates to if I'm going to self-fund, we have to have this conversation. In addition to that... Well, and then you would ask why. It's like, why would you self-fund if you could use leverage or could use your assets to scale it up, right? There's all kinds of ancillary benefits that come with coverages as well, like care coordination. There are so many different forms of dementia and Alzheimer's, just as one specific example, that rely on specific and specialized facilities. Having an insurance plan provides the family a team of professionals that help place the person in need of care through care coordination in the right environment. Right. As opposed to, at the worst time, being thrown into a situation where I have to place mom or dad in a facility that really does provide some specialization. And I'm again, we're not talking about nursing home facilities. We're talking about assisted living facilities, independent living facilities mm-hmm. okay. that have specialized professionals that help alleviate those person's pressures or impairments, right? Mm-hmm. So this is all part of the world of yeah. long-term care planning that becomes so critical. Yeah. You know, and we really haven't talked much about any specific insurance plans yeah. yet. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's, so that's the whole other part of the conversation. It's okay. Now that we've gone down this path of, you're right, we need to really talk with you, Jason, and your team about having a true long-term care plan in place. We, we, we are now engaged in really looking at how we can leverage some of our assets. What are our choices? Right. There's where, you know, traditional long-term care insurance comes into play, which is the use it, lose it proposition. Yeah. Again, that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Um, it just means I need to have an understanding of what that means. And everything is a pro and a con. Right. And right? for us, we have uh, typically our clients have more assets and they've acquired some net worth and whatnot. And so it's very easy to say we're going to take a portion of this money that we would normally buy bonds with or normally be the safe part of our money. And let's put it in uh, a particular product that allows us to get leverage for that long-term care. And if we don't use it for that, then we can go ahead and pass it on to our heirs. You don't have to have the use it or lose it program anymore. Absolutely. In fact, what would you say the percentage is? We got about 45 seconds here, but what would you say the percentage is of, of, uh, of where, where it makes more sense right now? Is it, is it, 80% 80% makes sense to do a new school insurance policy where you're, you know, you have the money in place and you're using leverage and you get a pass on your heirs or they'll use it, lose it. Based on the evolution of the products that exist today, yeah. um, there's so many more choices than there was a decade or 15 years ago, right? Yeah, so that's great. I Good. would say two out of 12 to 14 policies that get placed today are going to be the old way of buying insurance. Okay, so two very low. 
Absolutely. Predominantly, these are all going to be these kind of asset-based type of long-term care solutions that exist today. We're talking about long-term care. Alex, you're 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 also a Jedi I'm, Master. I'm listening and learning. You've been I so haven't, quiet. I haven't been in the insurance world conversation in, in quite a while, so I'm like, okay, what's it like now? Uh, and I'm familiar with the products we're talking about, the user lose it versus the new school, reposition some, some money here, get leverage, also get a death benefit if you do happen to That's die right. early. So here's, here's a question. cash value, right? Yeah. That's asset value, yeah. Here's a question because we, we have, a, we have a, a consistent client experience where we do financial planning with every client. We do an ongoing uh, interactive financial planning experience as, mm-hmm. we, as we do review meetings you know, every quarter or every six months or so. And on the agenda is always insurance planning. It's one of the bullet points of the agenda, but every advisor probably takes discretion in, in how they, you know, what type of insurance they're even going to bring up or if the client brings it up because they, they see it on the agenda. What would be advice from you on how to approach? So you've given us some good kind of foundational stuff, but getting specific, like I've got a client with a $4 million net worth. They have $2 million liquid. They have no long-term care insurance. They're 64 and 66. What, what do we guide them, right, in, in terms of product and choice and recommendation, right? Right, right. Yeah, there you go. I think that's a great question. Let's nail it. Yeah, so the, be- the, the best buyers, if you will, of these types of solutions or these types of plannings are those who have something to lose, i.e. people who have assets, right? Right, right. Um, because they understand that if I can leverage dollars that I've worked so hard to, con- to accumulate – Mm-hmm. over the last 30, 40, 50 years and preserve what I have, right? Uh, then that's interesting to me. Second of all is if I can get in a tax-favored or even better yet, a tax-free status for distribution of certain assets, that's interesting to me, right? So yeah. uh, the good news about the, the, the new way of purchasing or providing a long-term care insur- insurance solution meets those needs it hits those buttons so give us a specific example in this case um what does the product look like how do, how much do we put in four million dollars uh net worth you said alex what was some of the other 64 66 year old client yeah we they, have a lot of clients that fits this criteria they're, they're about yeah, they're, two million liquid right meaning yeah. that, and, and most of it's probably pre you know probably ira money but a good chunk of it maybe half a million's outside of that in a trust account right uh, right non-qualified money you know, where do they go? How much insurance do they need? Right. So great, great question. We've actually done two recent videos and trainings on this topic, both parts of your question. <laughs> I'm not surprised. One, so, and the best analogy I like to use, just because I think it resonates, is in the area of watches, you know, and, and watch buying. We all know a person who is a multimillionaire, very affluent person, but they drive the minivan, you know, they wear, you know, Levi jeans and a t-shirt. They could buy whatever watch watch they wanted. But when you dive into who that person is and their makeup, they just want a watch that does two things. One, I don't want it to break. I want it to be durable. And two, I want it to tell time. Yeah. Just because somebody can afford, you know, the Cadillac of plan, if you will, doesn't necessarily mean that's the solution that best fits them. But how often is the Cadillac of plan being sold because the insurance uh, salesperson makes so much more money by selling a more expensive policy? That's, exactly that's the what, problem. That's what drives me nuts is why 100%. how insurance is constantly sold where, hey, by the way, you know how much commission is on this? Like, No, I don't know or care. Why don't we figure out what's right for the client? And then if we get paid and whatever we get paid, we'll be great. Bingo. And that's the thing. So proper discovery. So we have a four-step sales process, if you will, or educational process, if you will, is a better way. And the most critical step in that is, number one, education. Mm-hmm. And, and then number three is 
proper discovery. So asking the right questions that help shape what that person's need for coverage and care is going to be. And again, it goes back to early conversation we had in the show of the dynamics, their their yeah. their assets, yep. their income, the, all of those things, in, you know. In these situations would most of this these type of policies for that 64, 66, 4 million dollars net worth, 2 million liquid or Four million liquid, whatever it is, uh, would they be an upfront payment, or would they pay in a little over time? What's the the, the best way to do that? Do you think? So to give specific answers to yeah. some some uh, most commonly utilized solutions would be one. Uh, a repositioning of assets in the portfolio in a single lump sum. Yep. And for an individual who is the boomer ages in their late 50s, early to mid yep. 60s, you're talking about three to five times leverage on those dollars, fully tax-free. So perfect example, somebody puts in $100,000, they can get three to $500,000 worth of tax-free long-term care benefit that they or their spouse can use for care. So it's joint. It's a joint policy. It can be, absolutely. And the care could be in, in their own home, which is really important. You brought that 100%. up earlier. Because most people want to stay home. The they triggers of a, these policies we're talking about are yeah. simply... Six, two of the six ADLs or that's whatever. Right. Yeah. Activities of daily living. Yeah. There are six of them. If they can't perform two out of those six and or cognitive impairment, right? Yeah. They are now eligible to receive benefits under these policies. Well, you'd be crazy to not do that. You're telling me I can put $100,000 to work and get three to $500,000 of tax-free benefit. And if I have $2 million sitting in my portfolio, $100,000 is probably in cash. I mean, if you're buying... You know, it's probably sitting there anyway. So right. why wouldn't you opportune? Now, what happens if I don't end up using it, which is probably maybe a 50 or 40 percent chance. Who knows? I made that number up. Um, yeah. There's but, a chance somewhere. Um, if, if I didn't use it, what happens to my hundred thousand dollars I put in there? So two things. One, these solutions always provide some asset value. Again, they're not an accumulation yeah. vehicle. No. They're a preservation of risk vehicle, mitigation yep. of risk solution. It helps yep. preserve the assets I have. So don't be confused, yep. you know, in that. But there always is a cash value. So let's say I just never wanted the, I didn't I don't want the plan anymore. Fine. Yep. You're going to get a retention of a return of your assets in some capacity, typically never less than 80% of what you put in and sometimes more. Right. Uh, and two, if I don't use the benefits and pass away, then they'll go tax free to a named beneficiary. So the 100,000 would go on to my heirs. So I had no risk scenario. I had a potential three to 5% upside by looking at a long term care policy in the new school world that's available to help me leverage up and protect myself for the, the, the likelihood that I will end up using some type of long-term care. That's right. So it, let, some type let, of let's care. reverse engineer the numbers. In our scenario, $2 million portfolio, we're repositioning 5%, yep. $100,000, to preserve what could be 25% of the portfolio. Yep. Unbelievable. Awesome. Hey, Scott, that was great. I think we covered a bunch. We want to open it up for questions. If you have specific questions or need, or you want to go through this discovery process, our four-step education discovery process, we can bring in Scott to the relationship. We'll help. We'll put it into your financial plan, and we'll make a difference and help you leverage these assets in a tax-free way. Give us a call. 877-707-8889, 877-707-8889. Excuse me. Here we go. 877-707-8889. It's long-term care. We talked about it. We covered it. You've got got the information now. Give us a call. We'll help you dial it in. Thanks so much for being here, Scott. Appreciate having you, man. Thank you. Thanks, Alex. And we'll catch you next week on Financial Detox. To learn more about Financial Detox, 
And to get access to today's show notes, transcript, and resources, visit financialdetox.com. Call Jason and the team at Intelligence Driven Advisors. If you're ready for financial detox and a better tomorrow, call 877-707-8889. Get answers to your questions. That's 877-707-8889. That's financialdetox.com for podcasts and information. And if you like what you've heard, be sure to hit the subscribe button. That way, you'll be notified about upcoming podcasts. You'll take one more step toward financial peace of mind. This content is provided for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any types of securities. Mr. Labram and Intelligence Driven Advisors are not responsible for the consequences of any decisions or actions taken as a result of information provided in this program and do not warrant or guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information provided. The information discussed today reflects the views of Mr. Labram and his guests as of the date of the show and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Any forward-looking statements statements or forecasts are based on assumptions and actual results may vary from any such statements or forecasts. No reliance should be placed on any statements or forecasts when making an investment decision. Accordingly, listeners should not rely solely on information provided today in making any investment decisions. There is a risk of loss of investing in securities, including the risk of loss of principal. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will be profitable or suitable for particular investors, financial situation, or risk tolerance. Asset allocation and Portfolio diversification cannot assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses.